It's time for Twig This Week in Google. There's all sorts of good news. Google is starting a local journalism fund. We'll talk about a better way to get a haircut in the quarantine era. And a little bit more detail about Apple and Google's plan to track COVID contacts. It's all coming up next on Twig. This week at Google comes to you from Twit's last pass studios. Stay in control when it comes to your company's access points and authentication. LastPass makes enterprise-level security simple for your remote workforce. Check out lastpass.com slash twit to learn more. Podcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. This is Twig. This week in Google, episode 555, recorded Wednesday, April 15th, 2020, Soured on Sourdough. This week in Google is brought to you by Worldwide Technology and App Dynamics. Together, they help you build and deliver high-quality applications at Velocity. Are you ready to transform your business by updating or adding a mobile app to improve your customer experience? How about streamlining your work to be more efficient with apps? WWT makes your vision a reality. Visit WWT.com slash Twit1 to get started. It's time for Twig this week in... For Stacy, she's face palming already. This week in Google, <laughs> the show where we talk about the latest from the Google verse, the Facebook verse, the Twitter verse, and everything else that we want to talk about because it's really a show for Jeff and Gina. Gina, Jeff and Stacy. And if Gina were here, Gina, to talk about whatever is on our minds. Gina, Stacy's predecessor, the, the, the great Gina Trapani, who was oh, our. Oh, the old prior girlfriend, probably. Founding, yeah. yeah. Prior girlfriend, prior co-host, our founding member. <laughs> you know what I'm yes. doing? I'm a little nostalgic right now because uh, uh, tomorrow, I think, will be the 15th anniversary of the very first Twit episode. Oh, wow. Congratulations, yeah. Leo and Jeff. So we're having a 15th. You see uh, the bugs on the on the screen that we are having a 15th Good anniversary. God, we've been doing this for 15 years? Yeah. And I'm bringing okay, back that's the, enough. Goodbye. I know. I had this I had this kind of fantasy as one does at four in the morning of on Sunday we're doing uh the fifteenth anniversary show and it's a reprise of the original show with Kevin Rose, Patrick Norton, and Robert Heron. Same four people. Uh and I had this fantasy of at the end saying, Well, that's it. See ya. I hope you have a good life. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> that will not happen. I should I will assure you we're gonna keep keep on going. Fifteen yeah, years. Congratulations, 15 years. Leo. Yeah. Congratulations. Pretty Amazing. pretty proud of that. Uh one of the longest-running podcasts. I don't. Is there anything that's been running longer than uh, than our Twitch show? I don't think so. Everybody, I'm in the big studio, but it's kind of weird. I feel like I'm surrounded by bank robbers because uh, everybody's wearing masks now. Sonoma County, the county we're in, has announced a a uh, starting tomorrow that everyone outside of their home must wear a mask at all times. Oh, it's just it, like New York. Is that what it is in New York now? That he just decreed today. Well, our our, our well, we did president in uh, in absentia, yes. Governor Cuomo? Yes. Uh, yeah, so I think that's interesting. So uh, the challenge is, if I if I have a mask on, I don't think you can hear me quite as well. So I don't know if, the, if I don't know what we're going to do. I'm in, uh, I mean, it's relative, if everybody else is wearing masks and nobody, and we've set this up so that 
Nobody ever uses the places that I broadcast from, either my office or here. Nobody comes over. Nobody moves anything. Nobody touches anything. This microphone is presumably contaminated. This computer, this mouse, this keyboard. But nobody's allowed to touch it, ever. They all have Leo cooties. Uh, and they stay, I mean, Jeff's 20 feet away from me uh, with oh. a mask on. So I guess we'll be all right. I just, I technically, I'm supposed to wear a mask, but I think... Given what that what taken... Cuomo ruled is that in cases where you cannot social distance, which is six feet, right. you put the mask on. This is a little more uh, draconian. They say you should always have Thanks. it on. So, And then there's, yeah, the issue, where do people get masks? That's why I am uh, embarking on my sewing adventure, which I'm quite enjoying. I realized all of those T-shirts, you know how it is, Jeff, over the years. <laughs> a lot of T-shirts. Well, you know, but no, Leo, I think swag bags would make a better filter. Uh, apparently they do. The best they uh, somewhere I read. I don't know if it's true that the best material is blown polypropylene, the kind of material used in reusable grocery bags. It's kind of a plasticky feeling, but you, but you can breathe through it. And apparently those are the best. That's the best material. Um, my wife got vacuum cleaner bags. Yeah, I have. No, no, no. Those are bad because don't they have fiberglass in them? Not all of them. If you. I, oh, okay. I was like, no, no, don't no, do that. The New York Times recommended EnviroCare, which is what I got. And I'm sorry if you oh. have, I can't, I got some, I got the most obscure vacuum I could find. So I didn't want to deprive anybody of actual vacuum cleaner bags, but I only bought one, one set of 10, but I'm going to use those as interchangeable uh, filters in my masks. My mother said, you should sign the masks. You could, you could sell them as a designer. <laughs> They're going to have company wow. logos, but not the whole thing. It'll just be like, you know. <laughs> and I'll do it at an angle, so you'll know. You'll know, it looks familiar, but you won't know what it is, because it's all those old T-shirts I'm cutting up. Uh, Here's the. I'm gonna put this in the in the chat. No, no. What did I do that? The guy who cuts my hair. Yeah. What's he doing? Video. I'll show you. He's cutting hair. How is he cutting hair? It's in the. Um, it's in the video. That's with sound down. There's no sound. Good. I don't need sound. Let's, uh, let's, I put it in the... Um, let's roll the tape. Here's the guy the, who cuts uh, Jeff's hair. Oh, my this God. Is this is actually your guy? This is my guy. This is my guy. Jeff, do you see my screen? There it is. So, uh, James, James Vigliotti in Warren, New Jersey, Hair Studio 101. He's in a tent. A, a, <laughs> I've never seen a standing tent. I haven't either. I'm trying to figure out how that works. And then he's cut Did holes he in it. Tent? Because they sell those kind of tents for like changing at the beach, you oh, know. Oh, that's probably what it is. Really? Oh. So you can it, you sit in front of him. He reaches his hands, wearing gloves, through the tent. He's wearing a mask, and the tent protects you from most of the fibers. And that looks like a pretty good way of doing it. There might be a little leakage. I'll have to get one of these for my hair cutter. Sure would be nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, so I'm getting tempted. So I have a beard trimmer, right, with various settings. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering if I just, just do it. We, had, no. I, I tried to convince Andrew to do a buzz. I was like, yeah. just buzz it off. It's going to grow back by the time you're in. We have real a life new anyway. sponsor coming. Um, you perhaps heard of manscaping, <laughs> and I they sent me one of their manscapers. You're not supposed to use it anywhere above the waist, but I'm. Right. I think I could. <laughs> it might look like a giant testicle, but other than that, <laughs> no, my hair, I'm going to be able to do a, ma a man bun. 
I'm going yeah, I'm, all the I'm, way. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting I'm there going too. All the way. Gonna have a ponytail, baby. That is. Uh, Me I too. Have, I have quite the. Blue <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Your hair is shorter than <laughs> mine right now. I know the back is a horrendous. I'm like, ugh. What do you do? Lisa is <laughs> mentioned that suddenly in a in a couple of weeks, everybody's gonna know what everybody's real hair color is. Yeah. Because oh, this get, is mine. You can't get. Well, see, you're good. You're I golden. thought it was blue. I thought your real hair color was blue. <laughs> no, I took that. I took the blue out. Although they did some brown dye over it, so now it's kind of green. <laughs> I really hate it when you, yeah, if you don't get the chemicals just right, it can really uh, fry your hair. Google has launched a journalism, this is following in Facebook's footsteps, a journalism emergency relief fund to support local news. Jeff, good idea? Yeah, I'm not, I'm trying to keep straight all of this. So they, it's both both the Google News Initiative and Google.org. So Google.org gave directly to uh, an effort at Columbia and uh, International Journalism, something or other. Um, I'm forgetting suddenly. That was part of the 800 million they committed, which was mostly uh, ad breaks, ad deals, but still some of it was actual right. cash. This one, right. um, so Google has not detailed the exact size of the fund. This is from 9 to 5 Google. But earlier this month, committed 6.5 million to fact-checking efforts related to COVID-19. Uh, applications today will open for uh, local news operations. They'll close April 29th. Reproval will happen on a rolling basis. They'll ask for basic information, overall organizations, and how the funds will be spent. It's available for publications all over the world, Asia, Pacific, Europe, Middle East, Africa, North America, and Latin America, uh, but not for any Antarctic newspapers. At a, at, a, at a higher level, Google requires that funding goes toward, quote, original news for local communities during this time of crisis, not, for instance, lifestyle sports. Although I think sourdough recipes probably would qualify. I, I think so, because everybody's doing them. <laughs> Actually, there, doing there, is the sour, there is now the sourdough backlash. Did you read that? Oh, no. <laughs> I did. That's silly. People have been baking and being all fancy about their sourdough forever <laughs> yeah but a lot of us uh you know because we're uh, stuck at home bread is a little hard to come by have uh, taken it up again uh and uh but then there are people saying if i have one more sourdough anything i'm gonna i just... love sourdough love sourdough. i made sourdough waffles today oh you know they what were... i made sourdough pancakes last week they were fabulous because one of the problems with sourdough is you feed it it grows right stacy and you get more oh yeah there's more every day <laughs> notice everybody he asked stacy he knows i don't know crap you don't make sourdough i could tell you're just <laughs> no, a I don't sour know puss we haven't had we <laughs> hey, 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 hey 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 and suddenly it's like it's like uh, the Cuomos. It's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is the funniest thing to watch Governor Andrew Cuomo on his uh, brother Chris Cuomo's CNN show. They are just they're all confused. Awful. The hell Europeans come well, isn't this a isn't this an ethic of violent uh, uh, well, violation you know, of ethics? CNN and... for years did not allow that. They would right. when, when, on Chris's morning show apparently which I never watched, but apparently he would have to step aside and let another anchor do the interview when Governor Cuomo was on. I think in that case, they're right. But in this case... Now it's a different matter. Uh, Chris Cuomo himself has COVID-19. He's he's doing his show isolated in the basement. It's actually been pretty dramatic watching his ups and downs. He's had some... He's not... How's know, he doing lately, do you know? Uh, he, seems to, he's, he seems to be getting a little better. I watched last night. 
You know, there's a test, I guess, if you go off the NSAIDs, go off the aspirin, they're the ibuprofen or the uh, Tylenol. If you can stay fever-free for 72 hours, you're considered, I don't know if cured is right, but you're considered on the road to recovery. And he said he tried that and he didn't make it. He uh, got a fever with, you know, in the last 10 hours of the of the 72. So he's still oh, sick. It's rough stuff. He's it is sick. rough, rough stuff. And a boy, I'm, I'm finding out people I didn't know had it, had it. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot. Mm. Um, you know, they just suddenly, oh, yeah, you didn't know? So-and-so had three horrible weeks. Mm. Well, it isn't. Like, uh, how did I not talk to a friend for three horrible weeks? <laughs> it isn't. And it isn't always horrible. I, You know, we still don't know if my son had it. Came back from Bali uh, on the right. 28th. Uh, got sick. Got sick. Went into self-quarantine. Got sick a week later. So that sounds like to me it's not a cold. You would have gotten that quicker, right? But his symptoms sounded like a cold. He did have a dry cough, did not have a fever. He had a bad headache. He had muscle aches and was was weak. So he had some, but not all of the symptoms. He has mostly recovered now. I think he's fully recovered now. But we could but never thank get him goodness, tested. Thank goodness. Yeah. How, by the way, how did he get home? He got a f- mostly, I, I empty flight, the- mostly empty flight through Tokyo on uh, United. Oh, well. It wasn't too expensive. I think they're really cheap now. <laughs> they've gotten a lot cheaper now. Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to find here. Um, mm, so uh, one of my favorite – so I have my – I'm going to plug my Twitter list, my COVID Twitter list, bit.ly bit.ly slash COVID Twitter list, um, where I have more than 500 epidemiologists, virologists, infectious disease physicians, frontline doctors, researchers, NGOs, and a few a smattering, a soupçon of journalists. Um so anyway, in my list today, I've got my favorites. I've got a lot of favorites. And one of them, um, Andy Slavitt. So Andy was uh, uh, ex-Obama healthcare head. And he's very outspoken and very smart. So he went out for a um, field trip today and got a, just to see what it was going to be like, to get an antibody test. He had no antibodies because he hasn't been sick. It cost $99 from some company that was just doing it. Blood test? Uh, yeah, I think so. So this is, yeah, because that's the only place the antibodies live is in your bloodstream. This is um, something people have talked about as being the next step, but uh, you have to draw blood. In the, so a home test, as a diabetic, I have no trouble pricking my finger, getting a drop of blood, putting it on a test strip, right. which is what the process is. So I could do it easily, but I don't imagine if you've never done that, it's something you would... No, how well, I grew up with a diabetic, so I'm, I'm used to watching it, and, and yeah, it's no not, problem it's not here. Painful, do, it's not hard. But do you, they have the automatic injection things where you just go thunk and then you tap it, or do you have to actually prick yourself with your own pin? I would imagine that the kit would include a thunker. Oh, the, the thunkers are very easy to use. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I used to. So our last cat was diabetic in her last year, so we had to do blood sugars like three times a day for the cat. So I'm used to thunking. Cat ears. We are breaking uh, Jeff Jarvis's four basic editing rules for the crisis. <laughs> because we're pretending to be experts when we're not. We're just repeating information we've heard uh, somewhere. But this, was, this was an interesting case. So, so the New York Times had a story about a sloppy uh, lab in Wuhan. Could this have had an effect? Da, 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 da. I saw and I, I watch my vi- virologist and epidemiologist and infectious diseases experts in my Twitter list, some just all of a sudden as one, they will rise and go nuts over reporting. 
And so they went nuts over this and they were right, I think, because it was raising uh, suspicion and hackles that wasn't legit. And they didn't talk to – it was a story about virology and they didn't talk to a virologist. That's rule one. If a story – according to Jeff Jarvis, if a story involves virology, demand the reporter talk with, cite, and listen to a virologist. Ditto epidemiology. And rule th that's rule two. And rule three, don't assign political reporters to science stories. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately, I mean, here we are talking about virology and what masks work and whether you should prick <laughs> I was like, I am not a virologist, y'all. Yeah, I don't, don't think know. either of us. Yeah, none of us are. So we'll, we'll stop now with the advice. Nobody knows. And, and rule, five, heard it. rule five, do not show Jeff his tweets in dark mode. <laughs> oh, right. It just looks Jesus, so much people, better. People. I don't know. It hurts my eyes if it's white, if it's light mode. So Slavit says, just, just for further information, that there's a wild west of unapproved antibody tests. Oh, the yeah. FDA approved ones are hard to get. Oh. He went to see what the experience was and see what the positive rate was. And so the issue is going to be pretty soon as people are going to insist that they have a piece of paper say, I got the antibodies. I'm safe. I'm okay. And um, we'll see what happens with that. Ugh. Yeah, it's going to create. I mean, I'm very curious if we we end up creating incentives over the next few months for people who are, you know, uh, immune if they are indeed immune to go out into the world and have benefits, which would increase the incentives for people to go out and try to get sick, so they can go out and oh, continue working. Oh, that would working. be bad. Although for somebody like my son, by the way, we still don't know. Only an antibody test will show. But uh, exactly, if he's hoping he was sick because it was mild, he survived. Oh yeah, and, no. And if he's now he would be it. golden, right? He's imagine. There's a guy just got out of college. What's he gonna do? Is DoorDash. He, yeah, he can work in an Amazon Instacart. fulfillment center. But I imagine if if you've if you've provably immune, which again, by the way, that's that's just because having the antibodies does not mean necessarily you're immune. I don't know what. Yeah, they don't they don't know they now don't know. how long. Yeah, uh, they don't know if there's still a viral load. They yeah. don't. There's all kinds of things they do not know. They don't know a lot. We don't know nothing. But, the, I mean, he's thinking, I'm going to be golden. <laughs> I, can get a, I can get all kinds of jobs. You probably end up working, Henry, bad news, you probably end up working in a hospital. Uh, okay. Moving on. Let's talk about the Google and Apple initiative, because I think that's very interesting. But I'm going to preface it with some information from an actual security expert, our own Steve Gibson, who spent some time on the show yesterday talking about this and he was he rule was six if you're going to do a story on security talk to steve gibson yeah at least get a yeah at least get a steve gibson's take on it. uh a very interesting idea so just the reason why apple and google are doing this well first of all and i think steve said this and i agree with him it's nice to see or maybe it was somebody on twitter but it was nice to see tech companies more than giving money writing a check helping journalism do something actually within their sphere of Yes. Of uh, ability and skill. Use their magic for good. Yeah. So as you, as everybody knows, Google and Apple have a considerable uh, location information. Uh, your iPhone and your Android phone both could be used as trackers. But there are huge privacy concerns doing that. So Google and Apple also having lots of experience with protecting privacy and security uh, got together and created an API, an application programming interface that could be used by apps from health authorities to help in this post-shelter-in-place world where it's very important once you've detected somebody has COVID-19 to trace their contacts 
so they can all be quarantined. Contact tracing, this is called. It's part of a containment strategy. So they proposed a method to preserve privacy but still uh, have this work automatically. It's, first of all, they propose it to be opt-in. Of course, once they've created this API, there's no way they can insist on it being opt-in. That's will not true, actually. They can control who has access to the API once they create it, especially because it's at the OS level that they're going to be doing this. That's true. So they, they could say to developers, if you are not a health, I don't know if they will, but they could actually say, yeah, you don't have access to this right. API. Sorry, uh, That's on. a good point. Yeah. So they're going to push out next month uh, to all Android uh, phones are going to Google's going to do that through the Google uh, Play Store, and it will be automatic, and you won't have a choice about that. Uh, it Apple, will be through Play Services. Play Services, I mean, that's right. Sorry, sorry, Leo. No, good correction. No, 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 good correction. <laughs> no. You have Play Services because you have the Play Store on there. The point right. being, it's no, not a, it's not a, it's not an app download. It's going to just be pushed right. out as part of services. Uh, it will be a new service in effect. And you talked briefly about location, but this doesn't actually use location. And that's what makes it privacy protecting. Right. It uses Bluetooth. Right. And it's basically using the Bluetooth network to ascribe tokens to people. They're not linking it to the location information. Right. So, that, although that is a point of contention, which we'll get to in a second. She, Apple will also uh, be pushing it out mid-month, mid-May, to uh, their iPhones. And then presumably somebody can write an application. Both Apple and Google say eventually they will write an application. The way it works, each... Each device, your device, will every morning in the beginning of the day create a token that is uniquely identifiable to your device. And then uh, every 10 uh, minutes, no, I'm sorry, every 15, actually what it really technically is, is between every 10 and 20 minutes, it, so roughly 15 minutes, it will generate a an additional token using Bluetooth LE. When you come near another device running this API, which is presumably every smartphone, you will exchange these tokens. So that person will have a, uh, your token, which has in it, built into it effectively, the, the time of day uh, that you guys were within 30 feet of each other. Uh, if you test positive... At that point, you push a button on the phone or maybe more likely to prevent pranking. Uh, after you get the test, you'll get a QR code. You'll scan on the phone or something of that nature. Ah, will, okay. Thank you. That's that important sense. because they don't, they don't want people just to say, yeah, I'm positive. So you'll have some verified way with a health provider to say, I'm positive. Then your phone will, will uh, take all of the identifiers of the people you've run into over the last, I don't know what the period of time is, but something like... 14 days. 14 days? That long? I believe so, yes. It needs to be. So, You're, you could be... Yeah. You could be, uh, you could be, yes. you could you be, could be uh, asymptomatic. Okay. So 14 days. Asymptomatic then. and presymptomatic. Yeah. So for whatever period of time you were contagious prior to your test, uh, and those tokens will then be used to send a ping to all of those people's phones saying... You, without any names, no naming, no names, you ran into somebody who's COVID positive, you need to quarantine. And you won't know when and you won't know where. Right. You'll just know that you passed. Um, the other, there's another angle to this too, uh, and Stacey, um, that I remember reading, but I didn't understand. Your own token changes at some regular rate, right? Yes. Your token changes. Everybody's token changes every, every 10 to 20 minutes. Day. 
Is it 10 to 20 minutes? Well, you okay. have two tokens. So you have your daily token, which is daily, 24 hours, and you have a right. 10 to 15 minute token. That 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 token is important that that change because that's how you know you ran into somebody because you, you got to have those tokens match so that you go, oh, yeah, that's the person I was talking to at that time of day. Um, right. Yeah, 14 then, days. It says so right there. You got it. 14-day temporary store. So a number of people, including Moxie Marlin Spike, have raised issues, uh, some of which have been, uh, like the prank issue that we just talked about, have been shot down by Apple in, in subsequent white papers. Um, there is some concern that this system could be used by ad tech, uh, that it could be, you know, surreptitiously, that there might have to be some personally identifiable information at some point well, so exchanged. One of the issues that this has is when you test positive and you say that, you have to put a lock on that token. So then you're, sorry, you you are now linking your magical token, basically, that no one knows is associated with you with all of these other right. tokens. So it's theoretical that you could go back and figure out right. who that person is. So it's tied to, be, and this is, uh, Moxie mentions this, so does Steve Gibson. Already, the MAC address of your device is rotated uh, every 15 minutes on your phone. Or I don't know what the time period is, roughly every hour or whatever. It's rotated on your phone to avoid this precisely this tracking. If you had the same MAC address broadcast via Bluetooth LE, uh, then, then stores would say, oh, here comes Leo. But he can't because it's not the same MAC address every time. Oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah. so I will say, I didn't Apple, know that either. Apple pioneered that. Yeah, I think it's a really okay. good technique. I think actually the bigger danger is not hacking or even ad tech, but it's people twofold. One, people, for this to be useful, lots of people have to use it. Even in Singapore, it's voluntary. The people using the, yeah. yeah, the people using the contact tracing app is not super high. I think it was less than 20%, and that's Singapore. But also... Right now, the way it's engineered, and they could fix this, because it is using RSSI, so signal strength, um, or because, I'm sorry, it's just using a binary on-off as opposed to something like RSSI, what happens is you don't actually know, like, if I passed within 30 feet of someone, I'm probably not. There's a I'm lot outside. of false positives. No, there's a lot yeah. of false positives. Now, you could fix that because you, with signal strength, you can say, I spent 30 minutes in the same right. vicinity, like 30 feet away. And I could even say as simple as I was five feet away from someone so, who's so COVID Scooter positive. So Scooter X says it is using RSSI, which is... Oh, but they're... Okay, strength. so... But they're not putting that into any sort of score that helps you understand. Like, I mean, I guess, yes, that's how you would track is using RSSI, but, but it's not... The, the, I mean, one of Steve's ask. points was that you can presume Apple and Google have thought of all of the things that you and I are going to think of and have built that into the spec. But, you know, who well, knows? Who but knows? some of those things are hard, like calculating. So, yes, calculating how long someone's been there plus how close they were, that takes a little bit of computing power. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that's happening on your, right. your phone all the time. And that's why your cellular modem eats up power. Well, right? let's not promote that because I don't want people to have any reason not to put it on their phone. Well, that you know, so I, that's I, the trade-off is if you – the more accurate you make this, the more battery consumption it's probably going to consume. 
Let's not promote well, there's, that there's, there's because that I don't want to give had, people any reason not to, not to use do this. this. <laughs> yeah, and I had a little fit with Ali Velshi, who I consider a friend because uh, you know he did the usual uh oh tech and brings on the privacy police. And well, but I, I don't have Bluetooth uh, on my phone because out of privacy. And I said, ah, you know, come on, man, priorities, priorities. Uh, but Stacey, to answer your to to, scan, to add to your question, scan scan results. I'm reading the uh, white paper. Uh, mm -hmm. From Apple, scan results shall be time-stamped and RSSI captured per advertisement. So they are going to use signal strength to, you know, otherwise you get oh, way too Go many up. false Scroll positives. Up. Scanning interval and windows okay. shall have sufficient coverage to discover nearby contact detection, detection advertisers, service advertisers within five minutes. So, okay. It doesn't say anything about distance so far. Yeah, and it doesn't say they're using that data to actually tell someone. They're not saying how they use that data. They're right. just saying they use it. So I don't. Well, they might later on. I'm just, this is one part So of I, it. I added something to the chat that kind of addresses too, that part of the issue here is that the, the, one of the big fights in the science world, which I only observed, I'm not a scientist, I don't know, is um, uh, aerosolization. Is this, right. is this germ aerosolized? That is to say, snot has gravity. It's heavy. It goes only so far and it goes down. Aerosolization is it's still light and it can travel farther, longer and stay in the air. And you can, which, which means you don't necessarily have to have been near someone for a long time. They could have moved on. Um, and, and interestingly, this paper I just put up in the, in the chat uh, that was linked to by uh, Eric Topol, who's one of the people I trust, um, uh, a physician and author, says that talking can be as bad as coughing and volume of speech can make it worse. So people like me who are loud are more dangerous. Well, also, and, and I've heard this also, that if you spend 10 minutes sitting across from somebody talking, that is much more of a problem than if you walk by them. And I don't know if what provenance is built into this system. I'm sure it is, but I don't know what it is that would determine it's all length odds, of time right? that you're contacted. Not just distance, but how long you spent with this person. All of that's They're just trying to increase... You know, it's the same as my wife going to the store. Um, we've decreased our contact with other people hugely, but all it takes is one. Right. So just you have fewer ones. And in this case, certain number of people aren't going to use this, and it's going to be false in some cases. I, okay, but so this if is it reduces some cases, yeah. does it increase, you want to get your R increase down. the R If you get the, the R0 down zero. below one, it doesn't right. have to be perfect. It has to be below one to eliminate the virus as long as right. you're that's the each goal. person is infecting one or fewer people you don't have the geometric growth that we have right now that's problematic so in my stupid way to put it it's like fuzzy logic you're close enough right you're yeah. you're you're may not be exact you don't need to be exact in other words if it's good that's good it doesn't have to be perfect so right. steve's basic point was having read all the white papers and digested all the information that he feels this is a very good system, yay, uh, and it's effective and it is sufficiently private, uh, and I, that's what I would expect from both Google and Apple is something mm -hmm. like that. There is this issue of if it's voluntary. Now it doesn't. I mean, honestly, uh, it doesn't have to be voluntary. If the government decides to put out an app and say you must download it and use it, and if you know we see your phone doesn't have it, we're going to have the right to check it. There's nothing to say that that can't happen. So. Just because Google and Apple say it's voluntary doesn't mean it will always be voluntary. And, and let me understand something else. But you know, also, this is... I want to say one more thing. I think people yeah. will do it. 
I think people will do it. Look at, so. look at it's not 100%, but look how much compliance you're getting right now in an extremely painful uh, oh, way. Yeah, but, and, you, but you know what, Leo? Here you've got, you've got a couple of things working, right? You've got, you've got anti-tech and anti-big company uh, and, and, and privacy fetishism and <laughs> moral panic. Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, having an influence. Well, I, think I think people will You're going to have some number of people. Sure. For God's sakes, people who won't vaccinate their children against you disease. You have people going to pot parties, of course. And church. But, but I, I do think it will be harder to get people to adopt this than to like adopt social distancing. Because really? you find it, yes, because social it's distancing. It's easier to say no. Well, there's an element of shame in social policing associated with this, whereas no one knows if you have an app on your phone. We don't know. We'll see. I, it's going to happen. They're going to put this out. They're going to put out an app. I, I don't know if health officials will embrace this or not. But it, Are they putting out an app or are they waiting for health? That was my question. Yeah, who, where because are the apps themselves coming from? The apps are supposed to come from health, like public health agencies or... Initially. Possibly hospitals. Initially. Uh, unless I misread, Apple says uh, Why wouldn't later Apple this year... Why would put out a universal app? Well, because I don't actually want Google let me, let me and finish, Apple to have this Let me finish reading this. Okay. Later this year, iOS and Android. So starting in mid-May, the API be out. Apps can use it. Those apps coming from presumably health authorities, not Apple and Google. Later this year, don't know when that is, iOS and Android will receive updates that will let users opt into contact tracing without installing an app. Okay. So there is it going. if there's going to be an app... That would have to come from health officials, but you won't need an app at some point later this year. We don't know when that is. And the data from this that Google and Apple get, are they going to keep it? Are they going to donate it? Are they going to delete it? What's the policy there? Because well, that's another important question. Their, their point is there's no personally identifiable information in the data. The system is set up so that your name... I, I understand. None of that is attached. So, so what if Google and Apple get it? I don't because if they have that data tied with my location, but they don't know it's they, your location. They get a bunch. They get a but they like have a bunch the MAC of address of the phone, right? It's not they built into that. The, no, it's not built okay. into that. No, they're in theory. And Moxie Marlin Spike was concerned about this, but uh, Steve said no. I don't think so. In theory, there is no PII associated in any way right. with either that daily number or the rolling number. Stacey, okay. they did well, vow that they would use this data for nothing else. Now, is there an audit of that? Is there, you know, I mean, I'm sure I don't Congress... Think well, I'm just thinking about, them. like, Verily, which they launched their, like, COVID testing tracker thing through Verily, and they did not have a privacy policy that precluded that data being used by Google for other things. I think... So that's, I thought they did. They've added it, though, I think. They well, said to good. Congress that they were not going to use it. Right. Uh, well, and, and, they, and they argued, good. I think, properly that they had to use Google sign-in because they wanted to be sure of the uh, identities that they were working with. Yeah. No, I think there's a yeah. good point there. Because there's also liability. There's I, some point I think this is intentionally designed so that there is no information that they could use. What Moxie said, what his concern was that there could some kind of retro-matching could be used or this technology could be used by illicitly by ad tech but this isn't i think very consciously being designed because of that objection not to have any pii in the actual numbers so what's fun about this then is by gosh we could do a lot more privacy focused app designs <laughs> absolutely absolutely like.
And I think Apple does do that. They have something they call differential they privacy, which in theory, although there's some debate over this as well, uh, ensures the privacy. Um, so there is some question about how widespread this use would be. I am going to go on record saying I think it'll be very widespread. I think you'll be surprised. I hope it will be. And and but here's another question: Could you imagine? So so so. I have the app. I want to be. I want to. I want to brag about the app. I want to push the app. I want to say, look at me, folks. I got yeah. the app. I'm a good good guy, right? What do I do? Start walking around with my phone like this with the app up? You know? Um, uh, do I get a little Bluetooth badge that only works with it if it says yes, he has the app? I mean, what can we imagine that would say, yep, Jarvis is a good guy. He's got the app. Yeah. Um, I think there'll be some peer pressure. Could you write an you app put, that's, that you points can put out? A Twitter, you can change your Twitter avatar to I got the app. <laughs> I think there'll be things Could like you do that. an app? Could you do an app that beeps at you if you're around people who have phones and Bluetooth on but don't have the app? Uh, no. That's, that's going to drive people nuts. I know. I'm just being an app. No, I, I, I'm like, oh, I guess you could. Um. I, I honestly, uh, maybe this is stupid of me. And certainly, I, I'm glad that we would talk about the pros and cons. I don't want to push too many hypothetical privacy concerns around this because it's a. I think it's important that people do this. I'm well, not worried and, and about hypothetical learned, privacy. I was mostly worried about hypothetical false positives and a false sense of security. And I, I mean, well, that's I up do to the health officials to worry about. That's not. That's, Stacey, let's be clear here. This is merely an aid. We have to have human contact tracers, thousands of them. It is test, trace, isolate, test, trace, isolate. This is not tracing. This merely adds in well, it's another, another layer. It's not, uh, it's not, it is not contact maybe. tracing. Contact it tracing is, in theory, is, if everybody had a smartphone, it would be. Even, even then, uh, contact tracing properly done is going to be I get it and I tell the tracer where all I was the last right. 14 days and who I, I had think, contact with I think by name so they can be called. I think that's going to be less more. accurate than the automated system in your phone. It all adds up. It all It's all about reducing the load, right. trying to get as more of the people who've been exposed, isolated, to reduce the r not right? Yeah. And and that's, and again, I'm no epidemiologist, but I'm reading a lot about this stuff. And, and that's what people are saying. It's not going to be a perfect system, but without... Human contact tracers who are trained to do this, this won't work. Well, this I, is not. I, sufficient. I wouldn't be willing to say no that. No world either. is sufficient. I wouldn't be willing to say that either. Well, um, even even though Apple and Google say this, they say this is not the, the main lead at Apple says this is not sufficient. This is an aid. Okay. And I listen to me. I'm the Mister uh, Tech Optimist. Tech will not solve this. This requires human investment and human effort. Well, I, would, I absolutely hope they do that, but uh, they have to. No, the one they're starting, right? Yeah. The, the the smart governors, uh, Massachusetts has started hiring contract tracers. Uh, New York is going to start hiring, and the and the and the, and the East Coast cabal. Um, and until you have uh, sufficient testing at scale and contact tracing with reliability, and you isolate people who were exposed, uh, there we're no there's no reopening. It's BS. Because the only thing that's different between now and a week ago is that my odds of being refused a ventilator went down. That's it. Everything else about what was going on is still there. 
Yeah. I can still get sick just as easily as I could last week, and I can still die just as easily as I did last week. And people have to take this very seriously. Right. Says an old guy who's vulnerable. And contact tracing is being pursued in some countries now with some success. Yes, that's where it works. Yeah. 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 Right. South Korea and Taiwan. Name, uh, so, so Leo, I agree. We, I don't want to hear BS privacy discussion. I don't want to hear battery discussion. I want to hear that this is a generous social act that you do as a responsible member of society. Well, and, and I don't know about you oh, guys. Yeah. I won't speak okay, to you guys, I, but I'll I understand. I will run it the minute I can. I will too. I will too, eagerly and gladly. And I'll brag about it. And I'll, and and as 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 Governor Cuomo, as President Cuomo, as I like to call him now, um, said, <laughs> I don't know. said today. Do you really want President Cuomo? <laughs> oh, so I, as as a New Yorker, as a New York City person, I'm trained to dislike him. But but I, now we we fell over. So as he said today in his in his briefing today, he required the mask. He said, "Listen, you come to a street corner and, you, and it's social pressure. You see somebody without a mask, you say, yo." Where's your mask? What about the mask, buddy? Yeah, Paul like Thorat was like talking. A good New Yorker would talking earlier on Windows Weekly. He uh, he had ordered a meal at a restaurant. Went to the restaurant to pick it up, uh, you know, as one does to be safe, and nobody was wearing a mask. And he he said, "I I saw red. I started yelling at him. They thought I was mad because the order was late or something." He said, "No, you're not wearing masks. <laughs> I can't I can't eat food if you're not going to wear masks." You haven't done any takeout at all. None. You have. Lisa got you a nice meal. Stacy, yeah. have you done takeout? We do takeout once a week. Once a week. Yeah, that's right. You said that. Yeah. I had a burrito. That's our, that's our it like. Delicious. Yay. I'm, you know Excited. what I want? You know what I want more than anything else? What? A bagel. No, Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. You said that on the AMA. And Lisa said, by the way, she agrees. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Jeff. Wow. I, food. Tell Jeff I am him. His answers in the AMA yeah, matched mine. I want to go to the alcohol Taco Bell because <laughs> you wanted right. you. You said Taco Bell would be fine if they had drinks. Across well, no, across the school, across the street from my school, they have a Taco Bell cantina which has alcoholic beverages, which is the saddest thing I can imagine. Hey, let's go to Taco Bell and get tanked. I, so I, I don't see here's that. here's the deal about that. Um, yeah, Taco. So Taco Cabana, <laughs> which is in Texas. I don't know. It's got to be other places, too. Um, they sold alcohol. They were like Taco Bell. They sold alcohol with better tortillas, too. Um, and they had their thing across from the University of Texas. That's where you would go when you were 18 and you didn't want to be carted. So a lot of these places, I think you can kind of ease in and be like, uh, hey. <laughs> so you would go out and drink margaritas there. And it was, you know, not optimal. <laughs> <sighs> By the way, she says, <laughs> there's a whole text message chain going on behind the scenes now. Lisa says she's <laughs> she's taking you there the next time we're in New York City. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> I can't wait. In about three years, four years? I, I don't know. I think so. Yeah, I, I think I'm... Late 2020s? <laughs> I'm stuck inside for at least a year. That's my view. Well, we're uh, Jeff and I are vulnerable populations, so we have to be extra careful. Yep. Yeah. 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 All those times you made fun of us for being old, Stacy. You're gonna be sorry. Yeah. I'm fun sorry. Of us old they don't call it boomer remover for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forgive or forget your daughter for that. No, I'll forgive her. It, I won't. It's forget. her. She doesn't say it. It no, was her classmate. I think it's hysterical. It. Yes. I, I love it. She's, yeah, I do too. She's reporting the zeitgeist. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you know what? If I were if I were those kids, I'd be real pissed right now. I mean, they're they've got a lot to be angry about. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, more yeah. Google, uh, good Google news. Google Classroom taking Italy's school system online after, quote, several sleepless days. Uh, Javier uh, Soltero, the VP in charge of G Suite, said he got an email in March from his team in, inquir- in uh, Europe with an inquiry from Italy's Minister of Education asking if Google's platform could take the entire country's school system online immediately. Several sleepless days and nights later. That's a gulp and a spit take. Yeah, the whole country. The service was up and running for millions of children in Italy. Classroom is, of course, really widely used, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, My uh, daughter's been in two different schools, and they both use Classroom. Classroom and Zoom. (laughs) So uh, that's good. Google jumping, leaping into the fray there. Uh, let's see. Google did. Oh, ban yeah, we have Zoom, a rundown. But, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we can talk yeah. about anything you want. You know, the oh, can we is... talk about the chips? Oh, sorry. I got excited. The dog got excited. We're all excited. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the chips. Hold on. The dog is, is going. It's being banished. No, the dog says, never mind. <laughs> oh, chips. You said there were chips. What chips? I'm in the, I could have, are they Fritos? What kind Sorry, of chips? taco she, chips. She was. I was excited. She gets excited. She did. It was so cute. She's very t- attuned to you. That is true. Um, okay, can we talk about chips? chips. Or yes, yes. I'm, I'm no, eager to hear the Stacey take on chips. You're have a hankering to talk about. Well, it's even Google related, you guys. Whoa. So yeah. these stories are out saying that Google is going to build its own processors for oh, I know. Chromebooks I and that. phones. Yeah, I thought that was very right now. They're Sorry, what was that, Leo? I thought that was very interesting. Are they disenfran- disenchanted with Qualcomm? Qualcomm? Yeah. Who isn't disenchanted with Qualcomm? Hmm. But it's also, you know, the, having a highly integrated uh, hardware, software, and platform is good. I mean, Apple's, Apple's differentiated the iPhone yep. quite yep. a bit yep. because of its own stuff. So this will be optimized. They're calling the chip is codenamed Whitechapel. Um, looks like it might be based on, it's an ARM-based processor. Uh, Axios is, Ina over at Axios, she's she's delicious. No, she is accurate. (laughs) I don't know where the delicious came from. Um, Says that it's going to be doing, or using Samsung's five nanometer process, um, which means very future forward. Five. I know. Five. I'm like, Although how, I, how, I had read, and I'm not an expert in this, that Samsung, that the using five is a little bit of a misnomer. Yeah, there's some fudging there. And I can't remember if Samsung is using EUV or how they're getting that far down on their uh, process node. But Cause that's Intel, the point. Isn't Intel still stuck at 10 nanometers? Twice yeah, they're like 10, yeah, 11. Yeah. Um, but, well, you know, in the 15 years of Twit here, I'm just going to interject here. I remember when geeky discussions were like what inputs there were on the back of a monitor. And now you guys are doing chip nanometers. I am so impressed. I am. I'm, I'm, I, I bow before you. Keep going. Well, it's thanks to was, Stacey. That was yes, Moore's I law. I mean, this is this is how we keep we kept working. I mean, in fact, for a long time, I, pro- as yeah. I remember, five was five nanometers was considered the limit of Moore's law that it couldn't go any smaller than that because of quantum, yeah, quantum mechanics. Seven was really kind of where I thought we were. Yeah. So this was surprising to me, 
But Kevin, I'll tell you, over on About Chromebooks talked about this and he said he had heard about it about a week ago, but he was waiting for a second confirmation. So he was kind of like, ah. You're so good, but Kevin. I know. Sometimes you get it. Sometimes you don't. But he doesn't think they're going to be used for a Chromebook because um, he doesn't oh. see Google really focusing on using ARM-based processors for Chromebooks. So this may be just for the phone. Um, and it's going to have a Google Visual Core and neural processing unit, which is kind of exciting because that means we should see a lot more AI capabilities on the device itself. And yeah, and it's called Whitechapel. That was the other thing. And Stacey, um, do I presume that Google, you, you, you trust Google with, with chips because they, they make, you know, hot doggity silver stuff and all that, that they'd be, they'd be good at this. So yeah, Google, Google's had chip how I, how I dumbed that down you, you to just, my level. You just hire people, Jeff, that's all. <laughs> they, yeah, they hire people from chip firms um, and they, they've done their TensorFlow TPUs. Right. Um, the hot diggity dog. And they don't, they don't make them. They just spec yeah. them. Well, okay, that's it's a little bit more than just specking. They what they're doing they is they're taking they're taking an existing processor design. So Intel's is x86 based architecture. ARM has variations of their ARM architecture, and they'll take a license to that core. When you take a license to a certain core, that means you can actually rejigger it as opposed to just produce the exact license. So it's called an architecture license. Google took that architecture license like a decade ago. So they have been working on building chips and oh, playing I didn't know around they had with an architecture this. license that long. That's interesting. So this everybody is always... took an architecture license a while back because they wanted to do it for their own servers. Right. So right. Microsoft has uh, one. Uh, okay. Amazon has them. Uh, so that's instead yeah. of letting ARM design the chip, you have the right to design the chip around ARM ideas. Right. It's almost like a, it, a patent license, really. Honestly, it would be irresponsible if they haven't been working on this because, right. you know, when you have, and, and what's a little weird about this, though, is Google is not successful at the level that Apple is successful at selling devices. For Apple, it makes sense to invest a lot in developing a custom chip and architecture, right? Or a custom chip for themselves because they sell so many iPhones. Google's using this on like a Pixel. They don't sell that many. So I, that's the only part of this that I'm like, does this really make sense? Um, now, it says that Google's actually using Samsung's Exynos chips that Samsung developed. So maybe if it's going to go in every single type of Android phone, then that makes a little bit more sense because then the economies of scale make sense. I'm saying makes sense a lot. Um, so so that's kind of a little – when I saw this, I was like, about damn time. And then I was like, wait a second. And I was like, okay. <laughs> about damn time. Yeah, I think it's a it's it, I mean from a purely non-technical but uh purely uh marketing point of view it's very interesting cuz as you point out Apple's done very well having custom chips and custom silicon and I think especially lately Qualcomm has just just as Intel has disappointed uh PC manufacturers by being slow to market with improved chips Qualcomm has really kind of stalled some of their production uh and uh I think a lot of phone companies are a little disappointed and now the new Qualcomm chip is being used in some phones. What is it? The 855? Is that it? The new Snapdragon? No. I can't remember the designation. But uh, I, I do remember, and again, it's just dim memory, that there were issues. People were just unhappy a little bit 
with I, I think part of it is Qualcomm, you know, when you buy the Qualcomm application processor, you're also getting a Qualcomm modem, Everything. whether or not you want one. Right. Get it all, <laughs> baby. So, yeah. I, I think there's... Qualcomm has announced five nanometer chips, so, you know, they're going to do it too. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, I, the, the reason I mentioned that they were using five nanometer is because... You know, it shows that these are incredibly advanced yes. chips. I mean, yeah. this is this is not yesterday's chip that Google's making. They're really trying to work at the cutting edge. Right. So, what does um, this allow Google to do in terms of the functionality of the phone? Anything? Or well, I can tell you from no Apple's point of view, uh, the one of the reasons they like making their own silicon is because they don't have to build in things that they don't want. Not merely the Qualcomm radios, oh, but right. but you don't have to. Early on, they had an advantage because they didn't have to support flash, and so right. <laughs> and you can optimize for things like if you say you want to really optimize, a, like when Apple launched their what was it? You you can optimize for things like video taking if you want, and yes, you can add exactly. you can oomph up your exactly. uh, graphics processor right. for handling that, and so those are like all like. It's the difference, uh, Jeff, between, I'll put it in terms you'll understand, buying a cocktail <laughs> at the 7-Eleven or mixing your own. Oh, I was going to say it's the difference but between Taco Bell's different. using like basic WordPress or, you know, doing a custom yeah. CMS for yeah. your publication. There you go. Although custom oh. CMSs are such oh, well. a pain in the butt, it oh. may be terrible. But, but designing can... a chip isn't easy. Right. Oh, no. And then Apple oh, has so. more, as, according to rumors, Apple has more than 1,000 chip designers people working in their in their chip they a lot bought, of them are in austin they bought yeah they bought pa risk which is uh the big chip design mm -hmm. firm for risk chips uh it's about a decade ago i mean apple put a there's a massive investment uh into and of course again they don't make their chips tsmc and other uh, companies make them but uh in fact even samsung i think makes chips for apple but they design them and that by doing so, I think they have a lot better control over their platform. And everybody yeah. agrees that the iPad and the iPhone processors are light years ahead of what Qualcomm's offering. It's a much yeah, more you can optimize. product. They also can do with that, once you have that team in place, they can also work on other projects. So you see Apple doing their co-processor for movement, which gets you, you know, longer battery life and a small form factor on the Apple Watch. You can see them doing like, processors for computer vision maybe in the future or voice recognition so once you have the skill set in place you could really do a lot and you lock out your competitors because they're stuck buying off the shelf parts and they're not gonna there's no way you could be as power efficient for example or pick, pick some sort of optimization they can't optimize as well yeah. so this does make it really interesting, though, if you, I mean, one, holy cow, that's terrible for Qualcomm. But two, when you have all of these people who are huge companies building their own chips, if you're a chip maker, you suddenly have to serve a very different and much more varied part of the market. So how does that change your business? And that'll be an interesting, uh, we've been talking about that for a while in the chip world, but it'll be Interesting if going forward. If you're a fan of Google, uh, this is very good news. It also, I should point out, is interesting because Google didn't create Android to make Google phones, didn't create Chrome OS to make Google Chromebooks. These, this was a way for Samsung to broaden its reach 
I mean, Google to broaden its reach to get more people right. using Google services. That's where they saw their revenue. But if they start designing chips, it's in a way saying, yeah, we're going to we're a hardware company, too. And the oh, Pixel yeah, phone true. and the Google Pixel books, these are an important product to us. And they will be, unless Google gives away these designs, I doubt they will, but they will be, that'll be a differentiator. That'll, you know, right now, if if I'm looking at the brand new OnePlus 8, comparing it to a Pixel 4, it's very, you know, the hardware is similar, the software is similar. Uh, Google doesn't have a huge differentiator. If all of a sudden, like Apple, Google's Pixel has a different processor that nobody else can use, that's a very interesting. Is this kind decision. of a all right? So just I'm I'm switching roles today. Um, before I'm tech optimist who says don't count on tech alone. So now I'll, I'm I'm the Google fan who will try to look for the conspiracy theory. Is this rather like Amazon? Uh, once you're trapped, now we can raise the rates on you and 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 I don't um, think Google eBay and this. such. No. Okay, no, so, so it's not is, like Google saying, okay, now that you only have two places to go, Android or Apple, and you can't go to Apple, <laughs> we're getting in the business, guys. They're not going to screw the manufacturers in Android land. Oh, they're going to screw Qualcomm, but... Microsoft went through the same process. Remember, Microsoft sold Windows to PC makers but never made PCs. Right. Uh, and right. all That's of a, a sudden, Microsoft... A few years ago, said, "Yeah, you know, we should make PCs," and and they, you know, there was some concern that they would irritate <gasps> the what they call the OEMs, the people who used Windows to make their own PCs, like Dell and Lenovo and HP. Um, but so Microsoft kind of, just as Google did with its Pixel books, picked a certain lane of hardware mm -hmm. and stuck to it, saying things like, "Well, we're doing as Google did. It's a reference design. It's." Uh, we're doing something uh, to sh to lead the way for other PC manufacturers. There's plenty of room in the space for differentiation. It's not quite the same in the Android world, I think. If you have a Google phone that has a different processor, there's going to be a lot of temptation to optimize Android for that processor, for instance. If I were manufacturing Android phones, I'd be a little nervous. But I think Google made the calculation, well, where are they going to go? What else? Well, and if they're working with Samsung and Exynos chips, then they've really, I mean, isn't Samsung the second largest producer of Android or the first largest the producer largest. of Android phones? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, so but I wonder if Google looks at that and says, we'd like to be the largest producer of Android phones. They also oh, have to I'm be sure a little they're... dissatisfied with the low end of the Android market, which is causing them no end of headaches. Because whenever you hear about security issues, out-of-date operating systems, that's that's where all of that's happening. And I'm sure that that bothers Google that there is such a down market. On the other hand, that's why Android is the number one operating system in the world by num sheer number. Well, that was the whole strategy. I remember, I remember at Davos when Eric Schmidt talked about it. He said, we're going to give it away for free, and that's going to make it grow, right. and that's our strategy, and that's that. Because we make money when you use the Internet, and, uh, yeah, and it's exactly. good for us, right? Um, that's why I wonder why they're making chips now. What it, it sounds like a sea change in Google's overall strategy. That they that uh, they want to have a differentiator. Did you are is Samsung going to have these Google phone Google chips? I don't know. This is oh, all that's interesting. Oh, but Samsung I, does so make their I own Exynos, say. but Exynos processors are functionally equivalent. In fact, if you buy a Samsung phone in the U.S., you get a Qualcomm processor because they need the radios. But if you mm -hmm. buy it in the rest of the world, they use an Exynos processor. But those phones aren't that different. They're using the same virtually the same software, right? Same features. And it could be for, I mean, it could be a server-based chip. I don't know. I mean, like, 
Oh, we, we don't, don't know that know it's for Android. Oh, I thought we knew uh, it was for Android and Chrome I, OS. I think we're. I think people are basing it's that because of an ARM. Ah, okay. Um, well, then it, I may be completely sense. wrong because maybe Google will not do that. They want ARM chips for servers too because they're, they're low power. The biggest cost is energy. In, yeah, I'm uh, just. I'm trying cloud. to see if there was if the rumor ties it to the phones or if it's just the chip. It's an, it's an interesting. It's a business uh, conundrum. And, you know. Oh, re Google reportedly expects that Whitechapel will start shipping with Pixel phones in the next year bingo. at the earliest. There you go. So, yes. That's really interesting because oh, okay. Pixels have not sold well. And and if I were Google, I you know, if, if Google holds true to its Davos statement, Jeff, and then it doesn't matter if Pixel phones sell. Right. No. But... If Google wants to have a hardware market, hardware business, why would Google? What, what oh, is the this is interesting. So they're putting a module dedicated to improving the power efficiency and perform performance of Google Assistant. So ah. take that, their design. Now and imagine them local. putting a reference design onto other battery-powered devices ah. to bring Google Assistant to more places. Apple always and, said and with that all that AI locally. Right, right. That's that's that. Okay, that's what we're supposed to They can really show off right. what their AI can do distributed. Apple always said, if you want to make a good product, you have to control the hardware and the software stack. That was well. Apple would say that because that's what they did. Well, but that was Steve Jobs' plan all along. Was we want to control? That's why they made computers and why they made Mac OS because, or before that, you know, whatever they called it, System Seven, uh, because they need. Just Jobs was always of the strong belief you had to do both. In the early days of the Apple II, um, yeah, I guess it was the case even back then. They made both. He, he, he always felt that you had to tightly integrate hardware and software. And they hey, to, you want to talk about the new iPhone and chips? Sure. The iPhone SE uh, snuck out of the barn this morning, yep. got me up at 8 a.m., <laughs> ordering stuff from the Apple store. They also uh, announced and will be shipping next week their new magic keyboard for the iPad, which frankly is, to me, the most interesting thing they've announced in a while because it really makes the iPad, starts to make the iPad a computer. It's got a trackpad. Yes. It's got a real keyboard. Same keyboard as on their laptops. And it's expensive. It's 300 bucks. <laughs> Three, which actually. is $100 less than the cost of the SE, which I am just like, I am in love with this phone. I am excited about Are it. It's you, running this, the same. It's 4.7 it inches. So it's a small it's, phone. It's a current it's processor, right? Uh, it is the processor, the iPad Pro 11. Right. Or Sorry, not the iPad Pro. Sorry. IPhone. No, that is the iPad. It No, the iPad Pro, iPad Pro has a later processor, I think. It's the, uh, it's the A12, right, in this one? Uh... We were just, we were so excited about this this morning. Oh my God. I hate Apple's like design Good crazy. Luck. Just Good show luck. me the freaking specs. Good luck finding it. Yeah, we're so, we were a little disappointed because of course we do our Apple shows on Tuesday and Apple announced, and normally Apple announces new products on Tuesday, but uh, this time they announced it on Wednesday, which is actually what the rumor mill sounds. It's beautiful. It comes black, white, and product red. It looks a lot like an iPhone 8, except it has an aluminum edge now which i think is quite nice it'll start at four hundred dollars uh it does have a current processor which is what the se did last time too which is good because you want a phone that has 
uh, current processor so you can run the current operating system, even if it is only 4.7 It's the A13 inches. Bionic chip. Oh, it is. That's the same. Okay. That's the same chip as in the iPad. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. That's why I was so That means pumped. it'll have a great camera. Only one lens, but still it'll have a great camera. Portrait mode uh, using monocular depth sensing, which is magic. Monocular <laughs> depth. You only have My one eye. My wife is so pissed about this. Why? She just well, spent she a lot of money. She still small one. She's still, no, she's, she's still, oh. you know, carrying around the 1988 iPhone, whatever the small one was. 1988. <laughs> and she well, will this not one's shift. small. A 4.7. So is it the iPhone 6? How, how, how big was a 5? Do we know? Uh, I feel five. like that. I was surprised to see 4.7 because I thought the, it's the small, is the size four of inch. the size Small the 5S small was four well, inches. So this is what, 4.7? Yeah, it's not so much four, bigger. 4.7. Still, oh. still the smallest iPhone by far. Yeah. The new iPad Pro has an A12Z Bionic. The A13 oh. is in the iPhone 11. iPhone 11 and the iPhone 11 right. Pro. Right. Thank you, chat room. And by the way, Thank the you. product red phone, as you know, product red is the, is the Bono sponsored uh, AIDS uh, relief project. But in this case, it will be donated to COVID-19. Very good. So so speaking to my wife, by the way, she just she just um, sent me her new favorite follow uh, on Twitter. Yeah. Rate my Skype room. Have you seen this one? <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Is this is this for people to, you know, the backdrop? This is for you know, the people who are now on TV. So it's Twitter slash uh, rate my Skype. Oh, this is so funny. Skype room. Uh, oh, so they're looking at the art. I know I do this when I, the background. when I look at people. They're looking at, in fact, we've even talked about uh, messy bookshelves and other things. <laughs> Fun, chic, we want the lamp, style plus. That's uh, Kimberly uh, Eakins on uh, CNN. Oh, no, that's, M that's NBC. This is fun. This yeah. is a lot of fun. Yeah. Bit of a mess, but adding two points for color coordinating bow tie and globe. <laughs> Dr. Hotez. Uh, you don't want to read the one for Lindsey Graham, but yeah, it's funny. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, good neutral color, attractive bookcase. Our guess is he's Italian. That's Mike Bamoli, NBC <laughs> News. Sean Penn, actor and founder tent. of CORE. Tent gets high marks. He's in a tent. He's in a yurt. Yeah, he was in a tent today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Next next one's good too. Here's Bernie. Two nice paintings. This may be Bernie's Airbnb. Not sure. There's a <laughs> picture of a Vermont barn. I don't like it. And just a, I like a little depth. It's always good. That's why I love your set, Jeff, because it's got your whole room behind you. I don't like corners behind people. I don't like people. I don't room. either. Oh, why? I, don't I think know why it's that bothers odd. me. Yeah. But it makes sense if you have a lot of stuff because your corner is going to be the only place the that you don't clean. have stuff. The corner is clean. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to reading more of these. Well yeah, I like lit. This Here's Richard Engel. Well lit. Good color mix. And apparently they noticed he has a Steve Reeves movie poster <laughs> behind a Goliath. It. Who doesn't like an old Steve Reeves movie? Wow, Richard Engel showing some uh, verve there. Okay, Professor, ugly chair, blank walls, and diplomas, please. Three out of ten. Three out of ten. This is pretty funny. I have to it say, is. I'm enjoying it. 
Claire McCaskill. This is the fun, Claire McCaskill in her kitchen. In her kitchen. Uses the hell out of me. Uh, I, you know, Becky Worley uh, has been doing Skype calls for Good Morning America. My good friend Becky Worley for many years. She was, I think, the first. It was great. Right? And yeah. she's in her kitchen. Always looks great. I love it. Yeah, Becky. Yeah, but it's wonderful. Becky. It's it's, it's okay. okay. Uh, I think they like uh, Tony Fauci's uh, beautiful. See, this is Tony's taking a chance. He's got oh yeah, he's that got is backlitting, a right? He's got a big yeah, big window. But, but, but obviously, somebody came over from NBC or or maybe from the CDC or somewhere, maybe Jared Kushner, and they put lights in front of him to uh, so he's got fill lights, so it's balancing him. So he's breaking the rules, but only because he has a better setup than you do. A lot of people they aren't ring lights also sold out. <laughs> yeah, probably they are. <laughs> Uh, I, I think oh, maybe putting... Oh, my goodness. President Obama, one of the best Skype rooms ever. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. It's got... It's, I mean, this is... You couldn't get better than this. The depth of field. No, you can't. You can't. Oh, the lighting. The set. The, the dimly viewed basketball and the bookshelf. All excellent. And the, and the depth of field is real as opposed to the fake... Oh, don't use uh, the fake uh, Skype depth Background field. pretty filter, which I, I just hate. I beg of you. Yeah, don't this use This is that. funny, too. Nice space, but we frown on product placement in Skype rooms. She's got a big Apple iMac over her left shoulder. That's hysterical. Or does she have her books on the on the shelf? That's oh, her too. own books too, huh? Maybe. I Ashley Parker. I always great. make sure I've got my own books on the shelf behind me. What do you? <laughs> nice kitchen oranges help, but it's a little stark. <laughs> John Heilman. I like that kitchen. Uh, I think it's quite nice, actually. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Uh, Lisa, of course, has been doing a lot of Zoom meetings from home and. For a while, she was positioned so that the cat tower was just over her shoulder. Uh, we've repositioned her now, so she's got a fireplace, uh, you know, some more attractive stuff behind her. <laughs> you do have to think about that, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I I can't wait to have I can't wait to move and have my own office so I can have a nicer setup. Are you gonna Are you gonna see? I've decided. I'm gonna put a green screen behind me and project my this set. So you won't know if I'm home. I have a green screen. I just don't like using it. I don't want to see you at home, Leo. Well, I've uh, I want to see the real Leo. I've done the AMAs from home. Mm -hmm. um, but in fact, we're going to do game night on Friday. You're all invited if you want. Ooh. We're going to. Uh, I don't know games. We're going to play. Um, uh, uh, you don't know Jack. We're going to play trivia. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Stacy, have you found a home? Speaking of homes. I'm sorry. I'm asking. Let's, let's ignore, ignore that I asked. Okay, I'm sorry. It hurts sorry. me. Oh, no. That was painful. We know that Stacy has to move out at the end of the month, so the clock is ticking. Uh, the end of June. Hold oh, on, the oh end you got of, a little more time. Month. Six weeks. Okay. But that's, that's still. It's still soon to buy still. a clothes on a house. Still. Especially when oh, we don't sorry, have one. sorry, Stacey. Have you been able to virtually look? There's just nothing on the market. She said there's two houses available. Two. There's okay. There's like twelve houses oh, in our okay. price range okay. on on Bainbridge. Well, that's not too but, bad. All right. Well, twelve is not a lot of houses, and some of them are not great at houses. I mean, a lot of them are like really tiny for people who have two people working from home and Ooh, a teenager. Yeah, that. Yeah. Anyway, there's a lot. Of, I've noticed uh, as I have. Uh, join my family walking about this cute little town of ours, Petaluma. A, what a great town it is. It but, is. But B, uh, there are a lot of houses for sale. Really? This seems like it would be a bad time to try to sell a house. Oh, God, yeah. It, 
Yeah. I mean, if you don't have to sell it, you should totally wait. But if you do have a great house on Bainbridge and you want to sell it, let me know. <laughs> That's a good idea. You use use the force, aka my the, my husband's been on Facebook. I mean, he's definitely reached out to lots of people. So, anyway, it's okay. Uh, Apple. Uh, we did the iPhone. Uh, we did the keyboard. I think that was the that was the two products announced. Uh, uh, well, we have we have hello the hello. Pixel Four A. Oh, did they announce that today? No, they didn't announce it. They haven't announced it yet, but they've all but announced. Got it. my hopes like up. Any Anyone minute else. now. Any we would have gotten now. it at I.O. You know damn well we would have yeah. had a 4A at I.O. Yeah. Oh, well. Let's take a break. Then we come back. The Google change log for everybody. For one and all. You gave Jeff far too much warning. It's not as much fun. Jeff already told me he is prepared. Before the show, he said, I'm ready for the change log, Leo. So I, uh, you know, he's <laughs> Karsten's sending me his two cents. Thank you, Karsten. Karsten always sends his two cents. That's one thing you can count on with Karsten. I would, you know, hey, let me just put in a plug here. I would like to have Karsten Cam in some form. Now on the Howard Stern show, they have it's Baba they Bowie had, at home. They had Baba Bowie puppet, <laughs> Gary puppet. All right, I'm willing to give you a Karsten puppet. Karsten puppet. You know, we with could. A voice. I could have a Google display right here. And we could put Karsten, we could do a duo call with Karsten. And then he could be right here giving his insight. Yeah, Leo's, Leo's resisted, yeah. I think I think Karsten puppet with Oh, no, we put it right here because then he he could talk into the microphone. That makes way more sense. <laughs> what did, did Karsten offer you? After me. What did he, he did offer not come you? After me. What did he, he did not you? come after me. He no, offered he not. me nothing. I, I just, swear. I love Karsten Camp. Like after last week's show, he sent us all his like Karsten's two cents on the, the show. The things I, I like, would have said. Like, he didn't send Carson. that to me. <laughs> well, he maybe I he knows that him. you don't want him on the show. <laughs> he knows I'd yell at him. Um, all right. Well, we can uh, dial him up. I think. I think what I'm, what I'm envisioning a little tiny nine inch TV screen oh, there we on don't the have desk. To do that. We Carson. could put a little virtual Carson floating around. He could be yeah. like a little screensaver bobbing around the screen if you want. But we need his voice, his, his wry, nasty, spammy, Skype him in. trollish voice coming in once in a while. I say that with love. All right, well, wait a minute. I can, spammy? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I was making it up. I am going to make this possible. Hold on a second. I'm going to set up <laughs> set up a special place for, uh, for Karsten. Karsten, I think you know what I'm talking about. Oh, wait a minute. My server's down. Never mind. Oh, shoot. Somebody must have knocked the plug out. <laughs> I, we ha I set up a Jitsi server at home. It's awesome. And you just go in, and I could easily set it up. But uh, unfortunately, it seems to be uh, seems to be offline. So. Yeah, I heard it also is like one frame a second. No, it's pretty good. I like is Jitsi. Oh. That's, de that's just dependent on... Uh, on uh, you know how much bandwidth your server, but see it's it's running on my own server, so it works pretty well. I've been using it with the family mostly. Uh, you were going to do a commercial. I was. Yeah. And Jeff, if you want to pull up Carson, you can. Our show today, <laughs> you can tell my enthusiasm is overwhelming. <laughs> 
<laughs> we could just get a Carson bobblehead. Well, wait, 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 while we're on it, let me just, I'm going to go to the, I'm gonna go to the chat. You got to see this. So this is the Gary puppet. This is going to make you happy. Okay. Um, okay. So there. Gary puppet. Gary is uh, another one of uh, Stern's producers. Gary Delabate. He's the actual producer of the show. Yes, executive yes. producer. <laughs> That's a good puppet. It's a good puppet. That really looks like him. We have puppets. I have a Leo puppet. So I think well, the yeah, Carson puppet with the, with the bow tie. You got to have the bow tie. <sighs> <laughs> oh, we pissed off the boss. This was not Carson's fault, really. Oh, yeah. Really. Carson did not put us up to any of this. He did not put us up to this. Oh, please. He's he did not. Guy. I swear. You think I don't hey, know. I would, I would throw Carson under the bus in a all right. second. I would not, but because he throws well, because he throws me under the bus all the time. So I would, in retribution, throw him under the bus. Uh oh, where are we going? (laughs) We pissed him off so much. We pissed him off so much. He's left the show. Karsten, you've done it now. You've done it now. You pissed off Leo. He's coming to get you. Where did Leo go? Hmm. Do I have to sing and dance now? Did you oh, notice, by the true. way, that I have my own lower third? I'm wearing my lower third. Oh, nice. Newmark, nice? yeah. Okay, yeah. Newmark J School? Huh? Oh, huh? UT should get something for their J School that looks just as cool. The Cronkite well, J School. They're, but they're not as cool as we are, so they can't. We oh are my the gosh, we are people. so cooler. So much I have many friends cooler. there. I have many friends there. But. Let me plug in my uh, headphones. Yeah. Do you have Professor Rosenthal Alves? You do not. No, Rosenthal Alves is, is one of the coolest dudes. Uh, 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 did somebody say he wanted a Karsten cam? <laughs> uh, <laughs> hi, Stacy. How are you? I miss you. And you too, Jeff. My hair has gone white in this... COVID quarantine. Is that the you puppet with a bow tie? No, this is the, this is, I don't know who this is. It's did you, somebody. Did, did you have to find a bow tie quickly? Or no, you already have no, one? I had, this oh. is another, but we have many puppets. <laughs> okay. So now Karsten has to say something on chat that you, I will channel Karsten. Exactly. You have to channel Karsten. Where's, I don't where's know Karsten? If I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, Karsten's trying to call. I know. Says. Don't answer. Okay. You know what you could do? Just put his audio up. Yeah, just his audio. That's the idea. Oh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> <sighs> oh, what are we done? Oh my God! <laughs> this reminds me of the time we got Jason to call somebody. We got we called somebody on on on. When you were gone, Leo, we did two things. We got Jason to ruin his his phone. Really? Yeah, and then we tried. Like, How did you was do it that? Duo that we tried or M- it was no, Duo? It was oh Echo. God! It oh, was that's the right. Echo it was Hangout. his Google account that ended up getting screwed up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Poor, poor Jason. Poor Jason. This dummy, I mean puppet, I mean Karsten, uh, doesn't have any. I have to just put his hands here because there's no. You're supposed to be a stick. To control the hands, so I'm just gonna, oh. I'm just gonna let it do that. Ow, says Carson. Ow, can you? Ever, what are you doing? All right, uh, let's do answer an ad. line three. Says Carson. Answer line three. Oh, he's getting angry. He's typing in caps now. Yeah, yeah, and exclamation points. Jeff is. Jeff knows where he, who signs his check. That's the thing. 
Apparently, Karsten has forgotten. Uh, I need both hands. Yeah, we need, we need some. We need some Jeff commentary now. He was just probably over there cursing under his breath about. He was just ready for the change log, and now you just he messed now up the his change life. log. We're going to do the ad, and then Make the change log, and then we're going to get Karsten, who apparently close your mouth. Okay. Uh, this show is brought to you today by Worldwide Technology. Uh, <laughs> they probably don't want the, the ad delivered by puppets, so I'll just do it by myself. Uh, and App Dynamics, together they enable you to de deliver the application experience your customers demand. We've talked so much about the Advanced Technology Center, the great enterprise uh, delivery that uh, Worldwide Technology does, but we don't talk much about the fact that they also do apps. They can help you. Uh, do a great app that will transform your business. Just, you know, great software has the ability to change lives. And WWT is driven as a custom application design and development company. One of many hats WWT wears. And But the, I, what I love about WWT is because of their enterprise background, they know business, they know your business, they know how these things work. So they're going to be able to help you identify your specific business needs. They're going to come up with great new approaches to various problems, create a software solution that will make an impact. Maybe you're a restaurant and you need to have online ordering. You know, there are lots of reasons you might want to have an app these days. And you want to, trust me, we've gone to third parties to get apps done with less than stellar results. You want a company that focuses on the exact specifications you want in your app, and WWT does that. The, their team provides resources and platforms to make it possible. They're the kings of agile development. They really know how to do it right. And they have two decades of experience, a proven track record to truly help you succeed. So I'll give you a couple of cases. I won't, I won't name names, although we saw the apps when we were there in St. Louis, and I was really blown away. They worked with a local healthcare organization to help connect medical teams from their care center to patients at home. So it was a custom software app where care teams could interface with patients, and they got great results. Within a year, 50% reduction in preventable readmissions for it, they call it engagement at home, engagement at home patients, 35% fewer days spent in the hospital, thanks to virtual care, 60%, 60% fewer septic shock deaths occurred in patients being treated remotely. This is, this is huge. I'll give you another example. They worked with a rental car company to produce a mobile app that provided an improved customer car rental experience, lets customers make reservations, perform check-ins and returns without waiting in line, and without tying up expensive customer service reps. They worked with a grocery retailer to improve their customer experience. I saw this app. This is so cool. Through ideation, innovation, and creative work, WWT improved their customer experience, and the grocery retailer hit their two- and three-year goals in less than one year. An app can make a difference if it's done right, and that's what WWT is so good at. Put something in your customers' hands that exceeds their expectation. They're an agile house. They do agile software development from planning and ideation to delivery. They're faster because of it. They're more accurate because of it. They're more responsive to your needs because of it. If you DevOps, they're going to drive business outcomes by evaluating, designing, implementing, and operating with tools to enhance your operational efficiency. Yeah, they do DevOps. Container platforms, they rapidly create services that can scale and perform by designing and architecting and implementing cloud-native apps in an agile fashion in containers. That's just a small sampling of the skill set WWT brings to the table. 
They can solve your toughest challenges. Transform your business today with worldwide technology. In so many areas, WWT is a partner you'll keep going back to for years. They can help you change your business with apps that help you, that yield great user experiences, attract new clients, increase customer value, and they are just such great people. WWT.com slash twit1. WWT, delivering business outcomes and modernizing IT infrastructure. Thank you, WWT, for supporting this week in Google. And you are supporting us when you go to WWT.com slash twit1. Thank you. It's time for the, the Google, Google Change Log. Ta-da! Now, some, some new things in the Goog. Google's rebanding Hangouts chat. I don't know. Why even do stories about Hangouts anymore? <sighs> just endless. So it's just going to be Google Chat and Google Meet. And they're taking the word Hangouts out. So I don't know if this is just yet another reason to think Hangouts is dead. Is this for everyone, the G Suite customers and normal people? Just G Suite. Or? There never was a Google oh. Hangouts chat or Hangouts Meet for regular people, was there? You just called it Hangouts. There's Hangouts. It's just Hangouts. And that's still around. Yeah, don't believe me. This is confusing enough. <laughs> so, yeah, they're changing the name of Hangouts, but only for G Suite customers. Frankly, I think they think nobody uses Hangouts anymore. I use it. We Google I use it all the time. I know. It's the only cross-platform solution. Google, why are you why, so Google? Googly? They did a while ago, and it frustrates me no end, turn off the ability to make Hangouts the default SMS application on my Pixel. Oh. So that's, I mean, that's the beginning of the end. It's just so frustrating. And yet, Google Fi's text messages still go to Hangouts. So you tell me. I, don't know. I can't tell you. I can't I just tell you. don't know. Google Phone <laughs> can now be installed, I don't know why you'd want to, on non-Pixel phones from the Play Store. They put the phone... In the Play Store. And I guess it works. Since every phone comes with its own, you know, phone icon and phone dialer, I don't know why you'd want the Google phone. It's not that great. You used to change dialers all the time. Really? You yeah. did? Oh, God, yeah. You, you were all prideful about how you no, changed no, no, dialers. No, oh, I'm, I've got this no, great no, no. dialer. It's better than launchers. Other dialer, and I always say... That's launchers, launcher. not dialers. Oh, dialers. Launchers oh. is the front page. Never mind. Dialers is the little phone icon. Oh, okay. I don't know why you would want to, but apparently you can uh, install it on your, your phone. Maybe people will just like it better. It's uh, designated as beta on the uh, Google Play Store. Phone beta. Maybe there's features that, uh, I don't know, maybe there's features that, uh, I don't know. I've always used Pixel phones. Google uh, app is rolling out. Google app. I don't know what this headline means. Google app rolling out search tools time verbatim filtering on Android. If you had Karsten on the phone, you could probably ask Karsten! him find out. You don't. He put this one in. From a home screen widget to assistant integration. Oh, there is an app called the Google app. Yeah. The Google app is how the company wants you to search on Android. Well, what? but who does that? No one. It's always lacked one key feature compared to the mobile experience. The Google app beta yesterday finally added search tools and filters on Android. Oh, you know, I use that all the time at Google.com where you could choose, 
you know, to look at the answers in news, images, yeah, shopping. Yeah, I love that. The tools. Oh, you can do that here? Yeah. Oh, good. The tools let you do oh, you time. you couldn't do that here? I guess not. I never use it. So the the advanced tools, you know, you hit search tools and you can choose what time frame the search is in. Because I use that all the time because I don't want a two-year-old article about Google's chip ambitions. I want one in the past, you know, 24 hours or past week. So that's now there. You can also, uh, or you could even do custom ranges if you want. And you can also uh, do either all results or verbatim results. Now, I didn't really need that because verbatim, I just put it in quotes. That does the same thing, I think, but uh, unless I'm misunderstanding it. Anyway, that's, uh, you know, it's this is the kind of thing you get in the Google change log. I'm just saying. <laughs> it may not be a big deal. It's just in the change log. YouTube's desktop site is now more touchscreen friendly. That has always bugged me. It's so hard to uh, to to scroll around and all of it. They've updated the desktop site, so you can. Uh, they've they've got tweaked the three dot menu. They've enlarged icons. I've always found it hard to uh, scrub in it, but I guess uh, I don't know if that's part of the update or not. I'll have to play with it. YouTube's latest update also includes improvement to watch history, which now tells you which videos you watched on a particular day or date. Oh. Isn't that nice? Additionally, there's a way to organize your playlists with a move to the top bottom option so you don't have to drag and drop videos. You can move them to the top or move them to the bottom. And that's exciting. Uh, <laughs> you almost you almost had Jeff hit the button. There. I know, I was trying to trick him. And that, that was cruel. And that, no, no, we got he knows we got a lot more. <laughs> equally exciting. Google will show virtual care options more prominently in search results. The The blog post uh, said that over the coming week, it'll be easier to find telehealth services. In other words, not care options that require you to go somewhere, but stuff you can do virtually. They'll show up higher now in the search options because that's what we want you to do. We don't want you to get in the car. Stay home. Scooter X is way ahead of me. Google develops a virtual Braille keyboard for Android. It's rolling out. You may not have it right away. But this is really interesting. So it, you, there are six buttons on it, and you have to cord them. And you can, for instance, if you just tap the first, if dot one, that's A, dot one and dot two are B. Dot one, two, and four are C, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is grade one or grade two Braille. Makes it easier hmm. for, yeah, I think that's cool. It's part of the Android accessibility suite update. Mm -hmm. Android 5. Yeah. No, it's it's later. cool. I'm, yeah. So this is for, they're typing this to. You would show, I would guess you would show somebody. You would hold it up. I don't know. Ah, uh, no. No? No. No, because you couldn't show someone if they're blind. Or are you blind? If you're no, blind, you're, blind. you're <laughs> typing it and you're showing someone what you're trying no, to spell was, for them? It says in the, in the thing that it's, it's hard to, you can, you can attach a keyboard, but it's hard, it's time consuming. So if you just want to do a quick type answer to somebody, that you use this. Yes. So this if is input. If you're, if you're, if you're, I got very confused too. If you're I blind, it was if you're low vision, oh, I hear a sound that sounds like Karsten. Google completely ruined. We talked about this last week, the shared folders thing. Now a review. 
Google completely ruined, this is from Android Police, shared folders in Drive. Um, this is that thing where they're starting, instead of having duplicate files, they're, mm -hmm. they're doing shortcuts. Um, I don't even, just read the article. I don't even want to. Google is We're not into that. And this, you'll be so happy, Jeff. Google is finally bringing dark mode to the YouTube TV Ooh. app on Android. Hallelujah. So Carson it's put that nice in there. For so Carson, TV. forget it's... it. You're off the air. No, You're not it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's good for TV because it, it gives you a slightly dark more. Mode. We should be able to hear Carson. Oh. Hi, <laughs> Carson. Hello. Hello. <gasps> we can hear is that you. Carson? Can you hear me? Yeah, let me, yes. let me embody him, though. Go ahead, Carson. Hello. I'm I'm calling you from my mountain lair in the leftovers of the East Bay. And apparently Yay. I am orange. <laughs> but you are wearing a nice bow tie, Carson. And yes, a ruffled Yes, of course. And a ruffled shirt, I might add. Yes. And it, what is that? Is that a, a robe of some a smoking jacket? Is that what it is? It is it is a smoking it's jacket. Pages. Excellent. Looks like the shirt's coming out. I'll tuck it in here for you. Carson. Yes, that is that is not proper. <laughs> well, so this is really I'm taking. so proud of myself. This is taking those zoom effects to a whole new level, Karsten. <laughs> I, I feel that just having a puppet yes. of someone. <laughs> I have been showing up to all of our meetings in as a potato or a piece of bacon or a night elf. Or a glowing cloud. Yeah, you were a glowing cloud yesterday. That was interesting. You looked radioactive. Yes. Now you just look like you had too many carrots. Yep. Boy, oh, you're doing a great job there. <laughs> also, you don't blink much, do you? No. <laughs> too much caffeine. <laughs> all right okay so pro dark um, mode except for jeff yeah i think it's a good idea uh i, do too. I think tv should be uh dark you don't want a bright Absolutely. big what he agrees to Carsten puppet agrees he does that just to be mean to me that's all google drive is rolling out an updated document scanner ui with better iconography thank you for putting these in here Carsten. Because uh, I didn't even notice any of this. Google will reduce. Oh, I did see this one. So uh, if you have a Nest camera, it uses a lot of data because it's high def. I mean, you could turn it down. But Google is going to now unilaterally reduce Nest camera quality to ease burden on networks. And You can uh, opt back into it if you do decide you need the HD. Oh, you can turn it up? Okay. Just you can. It's the same thing as, you know, having the default before ADP on uh, YouTube. Most people just don't even notice and go with it. Yeah. Well, and it's it's mostly because, you know, there's so much happening over your home network right now anyway. So. And we had announced uh, some time ago that Google was going to remove the ability to support FTP uh, services in Chrome. I think Firefox did that as well. It used to be you could type in a browser FTP colon slash slash in an FTP site and you'd get the site and download files and so forth. <laughs> Thanks to the pandemic, they're going to leave it in. Yay! Government stuff is there. I love what I love. Okay. I put this in there. What I loved about it is they called it the the venerable, <laughs> the venerable function. FTP. FTP. File transfer protocol. Uh, Carson, you can do the honors. Which which honors? Oh, and that's oh, the Google change log. <laughs> Jesus, man, we set you up, and God, I. <laughs> I blame you for this, Jeff.
Yeah, you there should. could be latency issues. Come I on, I blame y'all. Jeff for this too. <laughs> He's talking down there. Um. All right. What else do we want to talk about? TikTok. One billion installs on the Play Store. One billion. I, I I've been talking. I talked to a friend of mine at the office. TikTok finally told her, "You've been on TikTok too long. Get off." Oh my God! You could do that. Yeah, evidently. That's nice. She was on for like two hours. Sometimes people just sit there. You get kind of stone, and you just scroll, scroll, scroll. Quibi had 1.7 million downloads in the first week, and they've you know one of one of the things I didn't. Talk. <laughs> you opened TikTok. One of the TikTok. things. Sorry, I'm lost to you now. Yeah, see, this is the problem. It's so addictive. Goodbye, the, Jeff. <laughs> he's scrolling. He's scrolling. Yeah, scrolling, scrolling, oh, scrolling. Oh, baby and a dog. Oh, every day I'm better. scrolling. Nothing <laughs> better. Okay, yeah. Wait for the end. It always tells me to wait for the end. Jeez. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. They do. They, just, they all say wait for the end, and then nothing happens in the end. Nothing happens. And it's like and really I'm frustrating. Dogs. Yeah. I'm sick of them. I actually have the capability of just standing Carson on the table like that. With no legs. Oh, he's so sick. Well, his legs go underneath the table. He's actually in a hole. <laughs> he's upstaging Stacy, and she does okay. not like it. I should put him up. Oh, no, no, that's fine. Carson gets it right there. No, 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 no. Hey, no. Hey, hey, I, hey, I have no. way less ego than Jeff. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Oh, I want to be over oh, there, oh. Stacy. <laughs> Now, if only Karsten could punch Leo. <laughs> yes. We're working on that capability. <laughs> there we go. Give him a good slap. Boom. Here, put your hand here. You can pinch me. Um, okay. I think you can now sue him, uh, Karsten. <laughs> okay. Quibi. Has anybody watched Quibi? Jeffrey no. Katzenberg, Meg Whitman. Short video attempt uh, by Hollywood to co-opt the YouTube crowd. They, Has, I mean, one of the things that frustrated me was that you couldn't, you had to watch it on the phone. They didn't have an iPad version, and you couldn't AirPlay it or cast it in any way, Chromecast or anything to your TV. It would just, it would just, it would block it. And now they say, oh, that was a feature we were going to add later. We'll add it now because of coronavirus. Yeah, because no one else is going anywhere needing their short-term videos. There's Karsten! This is... Go oh. ahead. Go ahead. Make yourself a glowing vegetable. Whoa. Do something. Do something. Do something fun. Great lighting there, Karsten. Jeez. Rate my, Sorry. Rate my I've, Skype I'm, I'm in my, my mountain lair with uh, beautiful scenery behind me. If I, I get, don't have curtains. If I get COVID-19 from handling your puppet, I'll be upset. <laughs> we would all be upset. I didn't even think of this. The World Health Organization, remember Apple announced a COVID-19, released a COVID-19 for the iPhone. There is now an official one from the World Health Organization. It's a Who COVID-19 Tips app, both Android and iOS. Uh, I don't know if the world needed this, but now the world has it. Why Yay, do we, world. Why do we need this, I wonder? They do have a section called Who Mythbusters. Unfortunately, Adam Savage is not. Say, is Adam Savage part no. of this? But I think that's probably necessary. That's probably needed, right? Jeff, would yeah. the World Health Organization be on your list of trusted authorities? Yes. Okay. Most, most certainly. Uh, the president's been a little critical of them. In fact, I think he's withholding funding. Yep. Uh, perfect timing, right? That's when you want to withhold Sheesh. funding. 
because, well, I understand his uh, upset because the World Health Organization seems to be a little careful not to offend China. Not that the president would ever do that. Well, exactly. <laughs> but uh, uh, so there is some question about, and I think Taiwan particularly was upset with the World Health Organization uh, in, in that they are being a little bit overly uh, judicious of China's feelings. But you know what? China's a big country. You got to be. You got to be. You got to take take it all into account. Uh, Verizon. Wow. Says it's handling 800 million wireless calls on weekdays. That's that's more than they handle on Mother's Day, which is which used to be the busiest call day of the year. So well, I want to talk to people using my voice as opposed to constantly texting them. And yeah. by God, none of my friends will talk to me. On the phone. They'll text me all day long. None of them will talk to me on the phone. It is so You're weird to, to me. talking to bots. That's why. You're not talking to your friends. You're talking to bots. I hate to tell you, Stacey. What about video calls? I You're thought, not talking to I them. thought that that was the preferred way in the modern age. I am too talking to my friends. <laughs> no, they're all using Google Autocomplete. Oh. Sorry, no, Stacey. They, are not. they don't want to talk to you. They just say, Google, talk to her. Wait, okay? wait all the ones that are yes. Or thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, right. That See? sounds good. You're talking to bots. <laughs> I told you. Verizon said the length of phone calls is up by about a third as well on the average day. Because you got nothing else to do, man. And the what number is, of cellular calls for AT&T is up 35%. Wi-Fi-based calls, which AT&T supports, I don't think Verizon does, has doubled. Doubled. Internet traffic up 20 to 25% from typical daily patterns, according to AT&T and Verizon. That means, I guess, internet traffic on your mobile device. So, you know, there we go. We're making more calls than, uh, than we ever have in the past. I think my favorite coronavirus story, like how the coronavirus has changed us story, is from the Wall Street Journal talking about uh, people injuring themselves doing home workouts. So new home workouts <laughs> come with new aches and pains. <laughs> And not because I mean, but because like there's it is a thing. People are like, oh, oh my God, I could finally try this type I was, of class. I did a few too many sit-ups and I was in great agony for a whole evening. <laughs> my stomach hurts so bad. Oh man. Yeah. I wanted the so. coronavirus. It's like, kill me now. <laughs> a serious, I don't know, I'm a wimp. I am a wimp. When I am in pain, when I get a headache and stuff, I just want to die. I want to crawl under a rock. I don't. I do not take pain well. That's which is why I can't ever get sick. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this up uh, with things. Jeff is going to add to his numbers. He's going to add a, a word of the week. I think that's a very. Carsten good idea. likes that. I don't know why I'm being. Oh, nice is it a Carsten. German word? I love German? the German word of the week. German word of the week. <laughs> Karsten is the voice of God is worse. <laughs> Much worse. <laughs> At least he's wearing a Twitch shirt. Is that why it took us so long to get you on camera? You had to put on a shirt? No, I always wear my Twitch shirt. Okay, Karsten. Uh, is Karsten like, is Karsten, are you in a law office? <laughs> what are all the filings? No, this is, this is just my office. This is, he's here, tired. I'll show what you. What do you have to file? What do you have to it's file? Really All those filing cabinets. It's, I guarantee you. Let me show you my view. Filled, Hold uh, on. Filled with Hold pro on. project materials. He's a maker. I just, I had to kick off my microphone. This is my view. 
Oh, wow. Look at that. Oh, shush, Carson. Oh, shush. Oh, look at that. That's gorgeous. Oh, man. What do you have, an oil rig out there? <laughs> um, now I know why Carson can afford that house. Is that yeah. the bay? Oh, this is, yeah, this is the fort that my, my dad and my kids and I oh, built. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Every, we just built a garden for, our, oh, nice. for my wife. Look at this. What a nice house. Ooh. You're out in the East Bay. Is that Mount Diablo in the distance there? Uh, that is uh, Mount Tam. Mount Tam. Oh, that's us. I Mount Tam. Yeah. Tam is up in Marin, but he can. But you don't live yep. in Marin. You're looking across the bay. Yeah, I, live, I look across the bay at Mount Tam. Nice. Very nice. Pretty nice. Welcome to MTV Cribs featuring Karsten Bondi. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice crib you got there, Karsten. Yep. Now it's time for Stacy's pick of the week. Oh, I thought we were doing Jeff's word. Okay. We'll do you, I then we do the word, then we do mine. Okay. Ladies first. Ladies first. This week, I am showing you the wise band. Oh, you got it. Oh, you got yeah. it. Hey. I'm also I have that too. Um, beautiful screen. Yep. Can you see the screen? Carson has yes. one too. See. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this is twenty four ninety nine. I don't love the band. The price is very good, but can you change the, the band out, or do you have to use their band? You have to use. Oh, they it, they have another like strap. Is oh, that okay. what we're talking about? Yeah. Oh, what well, is know. happening here? I don't know. It's pretty <laughs> oh, fancy. Oh, wow. Oh, oh Je Jeff is revolting. Wow. Jeff, you're gone. Jeff is revolting. Uh, he so apparently he found the bin know. where we keep <laughs> the shots we don't use. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You have completely okay. lost Sorry. control, Leo. Completely. I, I didn't really um, want it. I don't think this counts steps as accurately as my Fitbit. It's very different. It doesn't seem to do a great job tracking my heart rate during workouts. Um, and it's a terrible sleep tracker. Oh, this it sounds has like it's worth well, it. This sounds like a great endorsement, but it turns the lights off. It does turn the lights off. But to do it with Madam A or the shortcut, your phone needs to be within Bluetooth range, which. In my case, usually my phone is downstairs when I want to do any of this, which and I'll, I'll be upstairs. So it's kind of pointless for me because it needs to be able to communicate with your phone. So the band, I don't think it's that great. But, right. you know, it is cheap if that's your thing. <laughs> Karsten does it. Karsten's like, ah, oh, screw the band. Karsten's had a little too much to drink today. I see. I though, like I just, the band. I just went to, you like do you like the it? Band, Karsten? Yeah. Why do you like um, it? It's because it's 24 bucks. <laughs> Okay, but it's, it's super cheap. Um, I don't know. I I guess I have I've only had it for a day, so I I don't know about its accuracy at anything. But um, it's nice to be able to to have a little thing that I can shout out to to turn off my lights. It's interesting. I, maybe Wise doesn't like the band either, because if you go to the website, it is not on the front page of their website. You have to go into the store to find it. But they have added a no touch thermometer for fifty four bucks. Uh, yes, they did that as part of their COVID response. That's great. Um, and that, so by the way, they, I think having a note, you, you, everybody should have a no-touch thermometer, uh, not just for now, but forever. A no-touch? What's the competitor of the it's wise band? infrared thermometer. Uh, spending more. Oh, okay. Oh, the Fitbit is much better. The Fitbit, yeah. So that's what I've got on uh, the Fitbit Do you have 3, a charge? charge 3. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Charge 4 just came out. Yep. Okay. But here's the other product. Ta-da! Oh, you got the this. scale. 
is the Y scale for 1999, you know, and I recommend exactly like the Y things scale. Doesn't it look yeah. like the Y scale? I wonder if they got it from the same place. Although theirs is a lot cheaper, like 20 bucks. Wow. $19.99 wow. for this thing, plus I think $8.99 shipping. I'm going to recommend that if you were in the market for a digital scale, but you were like, I'm not paying $100 or no, $120. This is good. For that price, this is what you got to get. It seems to be accurate. Wise says that it is accurate plus or minus 0.5 pounds. I believe It that. seems to be accurate with my weight. And it also, on all of their uh, metrics that they, they have, they use impedance to detect uh, body, sorry, body uh, fat. muscle body mass, composition, yeah. body composition, yeah. Uh, visceral fat, my favorite. Um, <laughs> let's see, protein, skeletal mass, they'll give you your basal metabolic rate based on your age and, and height and weight. Bluetooth enabled. What app does it uh, hook up to? Wise. So you've got to open ah, your Wise app okay. and it'll pull all this data in. I found it terrifying to step on the scale. Now that I've stepped on the scale, I wish I hadn't because now I'm going to have to do something about the fact that, you know, like this weekend was my birthday. I ate half a cake. It's okay. And it's okay. So, oh, I forgot. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. It was, oh, I mean, it was last, it was Saturday. So Carson, Sunday. you're drooling a little bit. Let me... is, it, is that because of the, uh, the cake? Because it was delicious. Too anyway, so cake. why scale? Go for it. <laughs> Downside to both of these devices, the scale and the band do not integrate yet, but they will integrate with HealthKit, Google Fit, Samsung Fit, or whatever Samsung's exercise thing is, and Fitbit, but Good. not yet. But not Apple. No, HealthKit is in there. Oh, HealthKit. Apple HealthKit. When you say HealthKit, that's, of course, Apple. Yes, I should have known. When I say HealthKit, I mean Apple. Apple. HealthKit. Unfortunately, it is not in stock. It's they had early access, which I guess you took advantage of. But uh, get in, get in line. You could probably get it sometime down the road. That's a great price. They'll sell a lot of those. I think that's a very oh yeah. Good, oh, but, oh happy birthday, Scooter X! We're Sco birthday buddies. Scooter X also. Happy Hi birthday! He's our chat mod. Jeff, number word. What do you got? Uh, well, got a quick number is that Google and Facebook may have their first time ever declines in ad revenue thanks to the crisis. Hallelujah. So we'll see what the market says. Yeah. And my word, my German word of the, of the every eight that's weeks bad. when I find one. That's bad mo mojo. I apologize. I'm sorry, Google yeah, well, and Facebook. That. I'm sorry. Oh. What's your Mundschutz. Mundschutz. Wait a minute. Let me think what that means. Mund, Mund would be world. the world. The world shoots. is full of shoots. The world is full of beep. The world is full of shoots. No, I know shoots is not the German word for shoots. Uh, shoots. I think shoots is a slide. So mund shoots is the world is going downhill. Mund is mouth. Mouth. Does that give you an idea? So What's swallow? The hot word right does it now? mean swallow? Oh, it's, mu no. it's mouth spit. No, it's mouth protection. Oh, mask. Mouth guard. It's a Moon mask. Moonshirts. Okay, sure. And so they have, uh, there's um, the uh, site, which I pointed to, has a large feature about how to moonshirts, which I linked to there. So, but the headlines uses the word mask. So is mask more 
It's the same. But I, I same. On, the, on the homepage, it's a how to Munchutz. So I thought, oh, Karsten, word. That's a, that's I a, like Munchutz. I'm, I'm going to make some nice. Munchutz. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make a whiskey sour. <laughs> and then, well, uh, so that was the word and number. And I have a, do you remember the million dollar homepage? Yes. Yeah, you, you brought those yes. memories back with this one. Yeah, so the million-dollar homepage, you'd buy a pixel or two or three or ten or a hundred, and the guy ra the guy made a lot of money, made a million bucks. This is the million-dollar metropolis. His goal is to sell advertising in all of these buildings. There are 500 buildings. Buildings. He says, own a piece of Internet history. It's a little, I have to say, it's a little more, you see, he has a lot of room for uh, ad sales. Uh, but I have to say, it's a little more interesting, besides being 3D, than the, uh, the million-dollar homepage. Uh, you can click on uh, one of these ads, and it'll take you to the website. Well, I guess the million-dollar homepage did that, too. Whoop-dee-doo. Whoop-dee-doo. Ad spots available. So you can see the tower, you know, by clicking on it and see About what... 20 years late, fella. <laughs> so, so I don't... Million-dollar homepage, he, he sold out. I wonder if it's still around, actually. Um, I, I looked it up on Wikipedia, uh, and 40% of the ads are now uh, a phantom. The, here it the is. clicks don't work. Boy, here it uh, is. One point, a dollar one million, a pixel. 37,100. And it had the same slogan. Show this, Jeff. This is the uh, million-dollar homepage, the original. Not nearly as clever. But he did sell a million. There were a million pixels. He sold what year all was a million this? of them. Gosh, a long time ago. Not 2009. It's been, it's been, no, wait, launched in 2005. So there's a, a lot of this stuff is long gone, right? Yeah. Guzzle, guzzle, all the beer, wine, cheese, and other delicacies you can guzzle. Uh, Chip and Dale's, the premier brand in ladies' entertainment. Women picks. Advice and FAQs oh, yeah, on dry skin conditions. <laughs> there's the Times of London above that. <laughs> yeah, look at that. The Times of London. And it actually takes you, look at that, to the Times of London. Isn't that amazing? They bought a lot. How many pixels is that? That's a big one. So didn't this guy like put himself through school or graduate school or something like that with this? I, I feel like it was. He, he, he auctioned off the last uh, thousand pixels on eBay. So the total was $1,037,100 gross. Everything that it connects to is gone now. But the. Uh, 40%. But the million-dollar homepage lives on. I guess he's got to keep paying for this <laughs> for a while. Here's the Xbox 360 store. That that dates it. We just got an Xbox. IP Chicken. Wow, look at that. I remember those guys. Uh, congratulations. What game are you playing? I'm oh, not playing. Ling is, is on he here. This, oh. Ling links to, this links to my very favorite page of all time. Ling's oh God, yeah. used cars. cars yep. <laughs> now with more COVID. Now with Munschutz. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. The busiest web page of all times. Also probably from 2005. I'm it's thinking. kind of the evil uh, uh, Craigslist. It yeah. hasn't changed. It's never changed. No. It's never changed. Um in fact, I think we interviewed Ling, didn't we? I should totally yeah. show my daughter this so she can understand how much the web has improved. <laughs> I remember interviewing Ling, and she was wearing, I seem to remember, an orange uh, uh, life vest <laughs> and a helmet for no apparent reason. 
Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Carson's passed out. I think it's time to say goodbye to all the family. No, I guess not. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still here. Can't get rid of him. Oh, you man. You can't get rid of me. You said his name three times and he appeared. <laughs> Thank you, Karsten. Karsten Bonney, our producer, producing from home as he has been during this crisis, as all our producers yes. do. And thank you, all of you, for uh, staying in the loop, working hard, even though you don't have to. Thank you to stay waving to Karsten. Waving to Karsten. Here, I'll wave back. Yeah, Karsten's going to wave back now. Uh. <laughs> Stacey Ingenbotham is uh, the queen of IOT, Stacey on IOT.com. That's where you can subscribe to her free newsletter. And don't forget the IOT podcast she does with Kevin Toffel, also linked there at Giga Stacey on the Twitter. Thank you, Stacey. Be well. Stay safe. We'll see you next Building. week. And uh, <laughs> Stacey sent me an email uh, in which she said, Oh, oh. And I could just hear your voice. Oh, you can make sourdough bread in the Thermomix. Oh, and I. Did you try it? No, because when I looked at the recipe, the Thermomix did this much, and you still had to do all the other stuff. So it really didn't. If it baked it in the Thermomix, then I'd be interested. But no, you still had to bake it in the oven, do the auto lease and all the rise and all that stuff. And I do that already with my KitchenAid. It's a little old okay. fashioned, but it, it, it does the job. I have a dough hook and all of that. So. I'm kind of done with sourdough. I'm one of the I'm one of the sourdough enough with the sourdough guys. You're soured on I'm sourdough. I'm soured on sourdough. <laughs> Jeff Jarvis, he's a professor at the Craig Newmark Graduate School of Journalism at the City University of New York. He's the director of the Town Knight Center of Entrepreneurial Journalism, CUNY, CUNY. And uh, are our kids going to graduate? What are you going to do for graduation? Oh yeah, no, we're. I'm, I did class. I just wrote a post about how I did. I did my class online. I've been seeing all these posts. Uh, seniors, pictures of seniors. Is that is that related to the fact? It's that somehow giving tribute to the seniors. Who I don't, don't get, get to walk. So I mean, it is. If I were a it's senior, sad. less so college, but high school is, I feel bad for oh, high I know, school seniors. I, I know some people were very upset about not being able to yeah. graduate. Yeah. Or, no, they're going to graduate, but they're not going to be able to walk. And they're not going to be able to go to prom. They're not going to be able to do like, I mean, well, some of them did spring break trips, but like, it's a big deal. Just remember, you're doing it for your elders, people <laughs> like me and Jeff. My mother is still mad, was, to her dying day, was mad at me. I didn't go to my college graduation. Oh. I walked out of my college done? graduation. You walked out of it? Yeah, they, it was so long and boring. <laughs> it, and I was mad because I, I was in an meet honor Stacey's society. Standards. And, and you didn't get it, a, it did, a mention? It, I, they didn't mention my honor status. I was like, Pfft. So you. I like ducked out right I'm after I here. walked. Oh, my man. parents, I showed up behind them and they're like, what? How'd you do that? <laughs> what are you doing? Let's, let's go eat. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I just, you are know. Are we done? Um, Not yet. Sorry. Yeah, we're done. Oh, okay. Thank, I got to go. Go. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for being Bye, here. Jeff. We do this Thanks. week in Google. Bye, Every Wednesday, 1.30 p.m. Pacific, 4.30 Eastern, 21, 20.30 UTC. If you want to watch live, there's a live stream at twit.tv slash live, also live audio. You can listen live. Uh, you can also ask your Echo or your Google uh, Home. You could say, play Twit Live. And in general, it will play the live stream, so you can do it that way. Uh, we have a website where on-demand versions of the show go. We DVR it so you don't have to. Just go to twit.tv slash twig. Best thing to do. 
subscribe in your favorite podcast application, and that way you'll get it the minutes available late Wednesday afternoon. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Karsten. We'll see you next week on Twig. Bye-bye.